Are you new to fatherhood? Not sure if you're dating to your full potential? Well, you've come to the right place. Most dads aren't talking to each other about their lives as dads. Like it's some kind of secret. Well, this is the podcast that takes the secret out of fatherhood. This is Not-So-Secret Dad's Business. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not-So-Secret Dad's Business with fucking Nate Rocca all the way over in fucking Australia and me, Filthy Judge, from New Jersey. What's up, man? How was your week? Yeah, not bad, man. Same old, same old. What about you? Yeah, the fucking... I'm still spinning from last week about the kangaroo thing. Like, and the Eli thing, but like originally it was the kangaroo thing. So you're like, oh, I'd be eating good. And then I carried on the conversation for like two minutes. But in my head, I'm going, he's just fucking saying he eats kangaroo. Like, it fucking stuck with me. I fucking, that was so crazy. So for today, I have a special treat. Last week, we talked about the fact that people, you know, should have to take a test or whatever to have fucking kids to make sure that they're not just having them just to line their pockets or whatever fuck separate fucking 80 tangents we went on last week. Something came up. And I saved it for here because these are the people that, A, should never get to reproduce ever. And B, should have wound up in in a sock or or a rag or just fucking wiped up because (laughs) there's no fucking way that these are fucking real, dude. There's no way to real. So what it is, is... uh, it's a vacation website. You can rate and review. It's a company that sends people away and stuff like that. Whatever. And people wrote reviews. I have a lot of these. You're not fucking ready, dude. Like you're not ready. So these are actual complaints received by blah, 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 vacations. I don't want to put it out there. From dissatisfied customers. Number fucking one. They should not allow topless sunbathing at the beach. It was very distracting for my husband who just wanted to relax. Yeah, because his main focus was relaxing on a topless beach. Yeah, like, dude, are you, are you that, are you that brain dead in your fucking marriage? That if your husband's like, man, all these titties around, I can't even fucking relax. Like, you know, he doesn't have to look at him, right? Like, you know, that has nothing to do with his relaxation. He wants to look at titties probably because you write fucking reviews like this about like bread that you got from fucking ShopRite. Like that's the same lady who writes Yelp reviews when the salmon was a little salty. Like, are you fucking joking? Like, and you know, the dude said that, you know, the husband was like, I can't even relax. I'm I'm just so distracted. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This is crazy. And second of all, why would you write that in to the company that sent you on the vacation? They've got nothing to do with the beaches. But what's the bet, though? They're, they're somewhere like, you know, the Caribbean or, or Spain or something, anyhow, where you've got those tropical beaches and people are laying out topless. Like, that's to be expected. Yeah. Like, here, there's nude sections of the beach. They're, like, way out at the end. They're, like, fucking past the go. So you've got to go out a couple miles in order to get to them. But um, a friend of mine went one time because he was like, oh, it's probably good. It is pretty much old people. Like, that's it. It's just old people who weren't fucking cognizant enough to put on clothes. Like, it's not like what we used to see in, like, 80s movies, 90s movies, where it's just fucking chicks walking around, fucking titties. Like, it's not 
It's not that. Now in America, it's not that. I'm sure like in Brazil or different places when the beaches are topless, they're they're top notch, dude. That like that is fucking different. If you go like down the shore and go to like exit fucking J and Sandy Hook, it's like your grandma and your grandma's friends laying out fucking like titties that start here and end by like the knee. They're just out there to fucking chill out. They just don't give a shit. Yeah, man. It's it's a bit like when I was living back in Perth on the West Coast. There's a, a beach that was always talked about in high school called Swanbourne Beach. And that's the local nude beach. And after after I'd graduated and, and whatnot, I thought one day, oh, you know what? I'm going to go check it out. And sure enough, there's all the old fuddy-duddies. Yeah, like that's what they want. Like if they want to go out and just fight, that's that's awesome. But we don't have topless beaches like they have in like Brazil. Colombia, Mexico, where like everyone is like, like it's just stellar because that's that's just okay in most places. Like you don't have to go to a section. The beach is just fucking topless all the time because they're not as uptight fucking as we are. Dude, the next one is probably the most American thing I've ever fucking heard before in my life. We went on a holiday to Spain and I had a problem with the taxi drivers as they were all Spanish. We went to Spain and had a problem because the taxi driver, what did you want them to be? That's the most American shit I ever heard. Like, that's the most American complaint I have ever heard before. Now, hey, look, this is one thing I've always wondered, right? Because Spanish is like a second language in America, right? It's, you know, it's, it's so widely used in America. Why do people get so fucking upset about it, man? Like, even in America, people are like, this is America, speak fucking English. But Mexico is literally right over the fucking border. It's almost like a second official language of the country. So why are people freaking out over Spanish? What's the deal? Because the only people that freak out are the keep America Americans, Americans, where right blue and fucking that shit. Like, people on the coasts don't give a shit about that. Like, they don't. And besides... A Hispanic comedian was like, you motherfuckers need Mexicans because you don't want to do your yard work and you don't want to put roofs on your houses. So if we send everybody back, who the fuck's going to do all your work? Because Americans don't like a majority of them because the ongoing joke is they don't want to do hard labor. Like, dude, I talked to uh, like shall remain nameless. I got a kid, uh, a friend whose son's like 17. Yeah, like 16, 17. And he's like, yeah. You know, he's just not a worker. So he's trying to find something as a job that kind of suits that need. Wait, so he does not want to work and he's trying to find a job where what? He could fucking sit around and kick his feet off. What do you mean he's not a worker? I don't know. Like I had my first job at well over 13. I was washing dishes in an Italian bakery, like under the books money. So I, got, I never got a paycheck. When was your first job? Um. Like I said, was it last week, week before? I my first, my first job on a payroll was at McDonald's when I was about fourteen or fifteen. Yes, that's right. But that was your first payroll job. Were you doing anything? Wait, at what age? Yeah, when I was fourteen. Oh, you guys don't have labor laws and shit. Fourteen and nine months, you can have a job. Oh uh, yeah, because ours is sixteen with working papers and shit like that, and then you're only allowed to work part time. Yeah, that's right. It's only only casual role. But either way, and, and even then, so what? It would be like maybe two, four-hour shifts a week, so eight hours a week. But even before that, I was going through the garage, finding 
sponges and buckets, and I would walk around the streets in the nearby housing estate, and I'd knock on doors and go, hey, can I wash your car? You name the price, but let me wash your car, and you have a look, and then you tell me how much you feel paying me. Sometimes, obviously, you know, you get those dickheads that, oh, fuck yeah, free car wash, and they come out, oh, no, I'm not paying you for that. You take it on the nose and move on to the next house. But, you know, I'd make $50, 60 $70 in a weekend just washing cars. Um, you know, I did heaps of little odd jobs like that. Even had a friend who owned a lawn mowing business, and I'd help him on Saturdays mowing lawns, and he'd give me 100 bucks for the day. Yeah, dude, fucking landscaping, that's good cash. And plus, every yard is fast. Like, at that point, you just kind of fucking bust through it. Yeah, yeah. So we'd do maybe six yards or seven yards in the day, and I'd walk away with a hundred bucks in my pocket. Yeah, I mean, I want Hunter to get like a little gig before his working papers, but every kid now is just like, like fucking. Sometimes I talk to the kids at school, and they're like, "No, it's fine. I'm going to be a YouTuber." I'm like, "Okay, like yes, based on what we talked about, they can make money, but." That's a 20, that's a full-time gig if you're going to take it seriously. Like, you got to push content. You got to get an audience. You got to get monetized. You can't curse and shit like that. Like, it, like you think just because you record fight videos, like, outside of school, no one gives a fuck about coming back to your page. Like, they're not coming back for you. So, it's just weird. Like, yeah, I mean, I want Hunter to get, like, a little gig. Or the thing that I'm going to start doing with him here is I'm going to start giving him, like, a list of things that he could do around the house and like a monetary value attached to it because like, yeah, he, he has chores, but he does those cleans up after himself at the table, cleans his room, shit like that. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm talking about extra stuff. You want to sweep the floor? It's five bucks. You want to fucking put away this? you want to take the garbage out like that stuff. I don't have a problem with giving him money for that. Cause then that's not like, well, that's not teaching him to respect the house. I don't have to cause he respects my fucking house. But I also want to get him into the the realm of if you work and do your job well, you will get paid for it. Like, it shouldn't just be like, oh, well, he has to do that in my house. Fucking good for you. But like, what work ethic are you teaching him? It's basically just you're in my house, my rules. Fine. I get that. But like, they're not slaves either. So like. His certain things he does. If he eats on a plate, he puts it in the sink. I'm talking about like load the dishwasher type shit. Like I'm talking about like, you know, cleaning the bathroom. Like it's not little shit. So yeah, I'll throw him a couple fucking dollars. What what, what, what are you going to do with Eli for work? Like, is he going to start right at 14? Like, what's the deal? I'm going to encourage him to have a job as soon as he's able to have a job. Absolutely. It's a perfect age to start learning about hard work, managing money, you know, paying bills. And balancing school, because he'll be in high school. Yeah, that's right. And he'll be able to have that extra little bit of freedom. Hey, mum, I'm going out on the weekend. I'm going to go see a movie with my friends. Do you need money? No, I'm good. I've got my own money. You know, it gives him some, some form of independence. It, it, it fucking boosts his ego. Even if he had his own, I'd be like, you know what? Let me give you an extra 20 because he didn't ask me for shit. He was like, no, 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 I got it. But you give him a little bit on the top anyway. Because like to me, that whole like, hey, do you want money to go out? A kid can easily be like, I mean, I have my, like, like in his head, he's like, I got my own. But he's like, yeah, fuck it. Just give it to me. Like, I think if a kid's like, no, no, I'm good. You still slip something in his pocket anyway. Like, fuck it. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, even so, before before he's able to get a payroll job, I'd encourage him to do small jobs, even if it's just a case of helping me in the yard for the day on a weekend. Like you say, doing those extra chores on top. You know, come up, we're going out the yard today, we're going to clean up the yard, we're going to prune the bushes and this, that and the other, and I'll give you 50 bucks at the end of the day. If you want to slack off, well then, it's going to go down to 25 or whatever, but do the job properly and do it with some enthusiasm and you'll get rewarded for it, mate. Yep. Uh, the next one's a two-parter. The beach was too sandy. We had to clean. <laughs> That's how it fucking starts. That's how it starts. Wait, the beach was too sandy. We had to clean everything when we returned to our room. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's a beach. <laughs> what did you think was going to be on it? Then the second part, and no one told us there would be fish in the water. The children are scared. Dude, what the fuck, man? Like somebody, like, okay, somebody got home, a parent, a parent, because he said the kids, right? Somebody got home and said, oh, I'm going to put up this thing. You know, you know what? That beach was way too sandy. I'm going to fuck the bit, the bit, the bit, and tick, the tick, the tick, the tick, the fucking all over the place. And like, they sent that in and was like, hmm, that'll learn them. Like, the beach was too sandy? And no one told us there'd be fish in the... Oh, my fucking God, man. I don't get it. Like, and I know sometimes... Dude, you see it all the time. Like, I hate it with gym videos, too. Like, at one point, one guy was using the abductor, the adductor machine. The one where you open and close your legs or whatever, it's good for your hip. And the camera just happened to be pointing back toward him. And the girl on the elliptical machine was checking him out. And he's like, the, you know, I was using this such machine. And this girl was checking me out. Yeah, okay. Because you set it up there to do that exercise and you just happen to get like, dude, it's all setups. It's all setups. Like people will do shit bad or good just to get likes, which is fucking weird to me, man. It's weird to me that like sometimes you watch a video and it's clearly a setup, but it makes the person look stupid or it makes it like they are exchanging self-respect and dignity for a couple hearts on Instagram like that, like that, 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 bob, that baffles my fucking mind. That baffles my fucking mind. Or like at one point, the trend was um, like, like teens were going up to their parents and like cursing at them and seeing what the reaction was. Oh yeah. I've seen that one. Like, yo, what the fuck, man? Those weren't fake just based on like the way the parent reacted. Like, you know, parents, Generally, aren't fucking good actors. The shit usually tells us what's fucking set up. This one dad was a big, like a big down home corn fed Nebraska motherfucker. He turned around in the chair and like chased this dude because like the kid had the had the phone set up like like across the room. But then you still had to make the decision to put that video up of you getting chased by your dad. So like you exchanged your dignity to get shared. Like yo, it's fun and. And the worst ones are, I'm going to give this homeless guy a sandwich while I'm filming myself doing it. Oh, yeah, I but, hate dude, that. Dude, that is the most fucking douchey thing in the world. In the world. The one I saw that was actually cool, these two guys went to go eat at a diner. They left a $200 tip. They did not hand it to the woman. They went outside to their car, and they filmed her reaction picking up the money. They were nowhere in it. They filmed it. They just said that they wanted to fucking blah, blah, blah. And that was it. They left. But the people that are pretty much like filming themselves like, here, man, I saw you over here. I'm just going to do this. Like, you don't think that's embarrassing? Like, just because they're homeless doesn't mean they don't have feelings. 
You think they want to like accept your shit while being fucking filmed? Like, yeah, I imagine if they are hungry, of course they're going to accept it. Of course they're going to be grateful. But at that point, you're just exploiting a fucking homeless dude so you can look good. It's fucking terrible, man. Like, I do, I, that's fucking, that's, that's nuts to me. Well, see, I mean, again, when I was 14, 15, 16 working at McDonald's, we didn't have the cell phones. In fact, my cell phone at the time was a Nokia 3315. It was indestructible. Absolutely fucking amazing. And the coolest thing you could do with it was buy aftermarket covers for it so you could have a cool design. That was about it. Yep, and play Snake. That was it. That's it. But I'd, I'd worked the graveyard shift, so come my meal break, because I was working overnight, I got to have a free meal. I used to load up my tray and I'd take out a meal to this this homeless bloke outside. Now, he'd always be asking for a dollar to buy a pack of smokes or a dollar to buy some booze or whatever. But I'd just start bringing him a feed and he fucking loved it. But the what I took away from it was that I'm helping somebody, you know, just because I can help somebody. So, yeah, I agree with you. I don't get what that that's about. I thought the idea of doing a good deed was... To do a selfless good deed. Fucking help somebody out. Makes you feel good. And move on with your day. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Because now people are turning turning selfless acts into selfish acts. It's got nothing to do with the fucking food. Oh, what? You want a cookie because you gave a fucking homeless guy a fucking sandwich that probably cost you like $3? In exchange for everyone be like, oh my God, you're so heartful. This is fucking. No, he's not. Because if he was, someone else would have fucking filmed it. But then you see setups like that, too. Um, it's fucking not. And that that sense of entitlement that people have gained since the Internet age leads me to the fucking next one. This is a British person. It took us nine hours to fly home from Jamaica to England. It took the Americans only three hours to get home. This seems unfair. <laughs> Why would you put that on the person who booked your fucking flight? You don't know fucking geography, bitch. One place is closer. The other place is longer. Ergo, it's going to take fucking longer to get there. Dude, these are actual, these are actual reviews put on this one fucking site that helps you go places. My God, it's almost like they've got it in their head. It's the same, same tour group. So it should be the same all the, all the way across the board. But my God, how moronic is that? That sounds like a very American thing to say. Oh, believe me. At first, I thought I read it backwards because that seems like a real fucking. Actually, it was probably an American that fucking moved to England. And I don't want to fucking complain about it. Um, Here's something from the stupid files. You ready for this one? I compared the size of our one bedroom suite to our friend's three bedroom suite. And ours was significantly smaller. Yeah, you fucking heard that, right? Someone that's like saying. You know, I went and got a large T-shirt and got a small. The small is way smaller than the large because it's got a fucking small label on it, you dumb twat. Of course it fucking is smaller. Like, like, but like, but this is what I mean. Like someone thought that it was a good idea to put this up. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. You know what? Go on and complain about them. That'd be fine. Guy, girl, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, babe, just go and complain about them. About the sand being too sandy on your fucking beach. Now, the next one is from the dumb files and the American files. 
We were in Spain. There were too many Spanish people there. That's the first part. The receptionist spoke Spanish. The food was Spanish. No one told us there would be so many foreigners. Nobody told us there would be so many foreigners in a foreign country. We went to Spain and we didn't know there would be that many foreigners there who speak Spanish. That's an American. I'm fucking telling dude, 98% of these have to be a fucking American. They have to be. You know what I like about that one as well is that they are the foreigner in another country, yet they're complaining about foreigners. Dude, I'm I'm I live here. I see it. It's not as abundant as everyone says, but shit like this is is inherently American. If I go to like look, I want to go to India really bad. I know it's jam fucking packed and stuff like that, but there's certain things I want to see. I would not go there and complain that things weren't American, right? Or like, hey, how come no one speaks English? Because it's not your fucking country. So learn the fucking local language, get a book, use Google Translate, or how about, how about before you go on vacation, try to learn a couple phrases that you're going to fucking need in case you get lost somewhere in Kathmandu. But you know what I'm saying? Like, we want to go to Thailand. I would learn about Thailand before I went. Like, I would try to get some phrases down and shit like that. Like, that's because you are a guest in someone else's country. You're a guest in someone else's country. And then you're going to go there and be like, there's too many people who live in that country, in that fucking country? Like, I fucking, like, that's, that's, that's fucking nuts to me. That's nuts to me. Well, that leads me to this question then. How multicultural is America, dude? Very. So why are there so many issues? Because, I mean, we've got... I mean, Australia is a, is a fucking melting pot. We've got Chinese, we've got Indian, we've got Japanese, we've got Filipinos. Australia is like the world on an island, dude. Like, it's so fucking multicultural. So I just don't understand if, if America is this melting pot, as, as I've always heard, why is there so many issues and why are there so many people shocked about foreigners and immigrants and all this sort of shit? And it's never, never, never anyone who's not white. The only people that complain about foreigners and get these people out of my country, first of all, it's not your country. You stole it with smallpox and by killing fucking the natives that were here. It ain't your fucking country. So if you want to talk about go back to your own country, then you should, wherever the fuck that is. Well, that'd be the UK. <laughs> they did it to Australia. They did it to America. They did it to Canada. Canada. They did it to half the South Pacific Islands. Dude, they did it to India. Fucking, they were like Germany before Germany. Like they were trying to take over the fucking world. Um... I, I, that, that's fucking to me that's just disrespectful and the fact that you can just say that and think that you're in the right that's what makes it american right like the fact that you can say that and be like no i'm justified like no you are fucking not but the people who say that here are exact all right close your eyes picture in your head the kind of american that would say that the answer is yes that's that kind of fucking american it's the kind of overweight dad in fucking New Balances who kicked his son's ass because his son wasn't good at football and the dad got dropped from the football team and the fucking mom is a closet racist but says hi to everyone and they're both fucking messes. That's the kind of people that say that shit. That's the kind of people that say that shit. But when you watch who's working on their house, 
They got no problem letting foreigners work on their fucking house, though. Yeah, it's like Ralphie, like Ralphie May said. It's gone back to um, a previous point. You don't see Americans picking produce because the price will go through the fucking roof. But not only that, they don't want to fucking do it. So they had the Mexicans do it. Dude, that clip was one of my favorite. They're like, well, we'll just pick our own. And he's like, yeah, if you want to pay $16 for fucking strawberries. And he's like, and you guys are lazy. Like, no one wants to work. He was like, um, and then at one point, someone's like, uh, well, we'll just get black people to do it. Like, to go and pick the fruit. And he goes, man, you can't even get a black person to go in the backyard and pick a movie. I was fucking, dude, that one sent me. Dude, that one killed me. Like, dude, but like somebody said that and they were serious. Like they were serious, but we also have jerk offs going around waving the Confederate flag who don't live anywhere near the South. Like, oh, we want this America. Do you really? Because it didn't fucking work out for a lot of people. And that's and and, and that's why the Mason Dixon line exists. You know, like there's a fucking line differentiating between the North and the South. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay, ready? Uh, I hope so. It is your duty as a tour operator to advise us of noisy or unruly guests before we travel. So they're supposed to find out everybody who's going to be there. It's their job. It's their job. That's what it says. Uh, So they've got to do background checks. Yeah. It is your duty as a tour operator to advise us of noisy or unruly guests before we travel. Fucking morons. And then I was bitten by a mosquito. The brochure didn't even mention mosquitoes. (laughs) 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 Fucking mosquitoes are everywhere. It didn't mention bugs. It didn't mention bugs. Like, you went there and they're like, oh, my God, there's bugs here, too? Yes, you stupid fucking American. Because I'm, I'm telling you, that's that's all of these. That Actually, no, it is because the the tour place, I think, is for, um, like, cruises and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, I imagine a lot of people are traveling that way, but I think it leaves out of, like, Florida or something. Oh, well, that, that explains a lot, too. Florida man strikes again. Yeah. Oh, God, does it. Does it. Uh, speaking of fucking mosquitoes and going back to like dad family stuff, uh, we're selling the house. Okay, cool. We are moving. Um, I I purchased it for 167000 It's not big. It's supposed to be a starter house. The uh, um, My real estate agent, friend of mine, Lisa, she's awesome. She goes, if we put your house up on Friday, it'll probably sell by Sunday. And then she ran like the comp numbers. She goes... We're going to put it up for 300. Oh, nice. And we will get more than that. Because right now people are trying to outbid like big companies and like people with money are trying to buy up everything. And we are a block away from the lake. And there's a slip like right down there. So you're not on the lake, but the, the deck is raised specifically for a boat. So if you get someone from New York City who's got like a little family and just wants something for a fucking summer, they're already fucking set up. Yeah, man. That's awesome. So. And then, um, and then we're going to use that, whatever we got. We're instantly planning a Disney vacation because everyone knows me. I fucking love Disney. Hunter wants to go. He's actually at the age now where he would uh, appreciate it. And it, kind of, and it kind of ties into that. I've never. So 
if you've never read the story or watched the documentary on how Walt Disney got the land in Florida, it is fucking fascinating. It's fascinating. He said, if I were to buy it all at once, they would have raised the price. So what he did was he made a bunch of separate like shell companies and bought up plots of land as separate companies. That's how he put together that whole fucking thing. Holy shit. So they thought they thought they were selling to different people, and essentially he's monopolized the land and gone fuck yeah. Now I'm building an amusement park here. Let's go for Disney World. Yep, and it's in Florida on a swamp. Technically, that was swampland. It's in Florida on a swamp. I've never been bitten by a single mosquito. I've never even seen a mosquito in Disney. On the beaches, outside, at night, I've never been bitten by a mosquito in the middle of a peninsula on a fucking swamp. I don't know what they're doing over there. I mean, that place is fucking... Have you guys been to this side to do... Di- like, did you did, 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 did you have a Disney? Like, or like an equivalent? No, we don't have Disney. No, I wish. Uh, Christine, I think... I think Christine's been to Disneyland in Anaheim. Um, but I have not, I've never traveled to the States and I've always wanted to have been obsessed with the States. I've been obsessed with the, with the United States since I was a kid. But since the advent of the internet, I'm kind of like, well, do I really want to go over there? It seems like a fucking nightmare. Yeah, but there's places that you can go that are fucking dope. Oh, dude. I want to do the whole run. I want to do like Jersey, New York. I want to check out Chicago, Florida, and then I want to do Midwest. Yeah, Colorado, Montana, but yeah, you know, right through Arizona, Texas. I want to check out America. You know, honestly, I I I love the country. I hate the people in it. I hate a lot of people in it and the people who run it. Like that's my problem. Like I I. I love the fact that there's a lot of opportunities here for people. I love the fact that like I got some neighbors of this background, neighbors of that background. Everyone just fucking gets along. I love that. But white Americans ruin America. Like ones that are just closed minded to fucking everything. Like they're doing a damn good job of getting what they want, which is like no one wants to live here anymore unless you're those fucking people. So it's, it's really, it's super fucking unfortunate. Yeah. But dude, but like, if I go up on my roof right now, I can look at the New York City skyline. We're fucking close. It takes me about 15 minutes to get in. So you're just on the other side of the turnpike. Yeah. So if I get on 17, like 17 will take me right to the bridge. Like, uh, and I'll be in fucking New York City. It's easier to take the path, though. Just drive down the path does all the work for you. Um, so where do you want to? T- so now, have you guys ever, have you guys done a family vacation yet? Or still too young? Or the one you went on, you didn't remember? No, we haven't we haven't done that yet either. So we've actually got that planned. We uh we haven't been on a honeymoon or anything like that. We had the wedding and then we were back at work the following Monday. So we haven't had any time off or anything like that. So what we've decided we're going to do is take Eli down to Melbourne for uh a week because they've got Legoland down there. So we're going to go down down to Melbourne over Christmas, go see Legoland and, and of course, check out, you know, the museums and the markets and everything else that that 
Melbourne has to offer, and they've got some of the best coffee in the country down there as well. So oh, I'm nice. looking forward to a decent cup of coffee as well. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I'd love to take Christine and Eli to the States, though. That would be awesome. Yeah, well, we're get well again because we're selling this house. The plan is to get something bigger. We need another room, so we need our room. We need a room for Hunter. We need a room for eventually if we're going to have kids, and we would like to have like a fourth one just for guests and stuff. And between what we make, between what she and I make, knowing that I paid off my my pension loan already, um, like we can get something fucking nice. Like, and honestly, she knows this. Fucking everybody knows it. I'm always like paycheck to paycheck because I buy clearly a fucking lot of stuff. Like if I ran the numbers and I didn't buy any of this or didn't have like flex pays coming out all the time, I'd be fucking, I'd be in a really good fucking position, but this stuff makes me happy. So I work extra. And then after that, when we sell the house, we're going to go stay at Sarah's folks. She, they were like, her mom asked me, like, she's like, well, you guys can stay here while you look for something else. Um, and if we want to, before the market goes down again, like we got to fucking sell and get the fuck out. Um, and then we're going to plan the Disney trip, um, which I'm fucking excited for. Now Hunter's old enough to be excited about if you, if you could have like a trip that's already paid for. Oh, and then we might go on a cruise too. Yo, we ran numbers for a fucking cruise. It's $1,500 for the three of us. Oh, wow. The only high part is, um, the tickets because it's so close We're like $400 a person. But still, that's as much as you'd spend for a regular cruise without. And what's that? That That's a week? Five days? Yeah, I think this one's like five to six days. Yeah, yeah. And there's water slides and shit right on it. Um, outside of the States, if you could take your family anywhere or go on vacation, like where you take, like dream vacation. Oh, dream vacation. Mm. See, that's an interesting one. I've... There are plenty of places I'd love to visit. You know, I've. Cultures fascinate me. Right? Fucking so awesome. Like the South South African culture fascinates me. The accent fascinates me. You know, I'd, I'd love to take Christine and Eli to New Zealand, show them where I grew up. Because, I mean, New Zealand is, is fucking beautiful, man. It's green and there's ferns everywhere. And you, you go to... There's a place I went to as a kid called the Waitomo Caves, and they're full of fucking glowworms. Oh, shit. Go through, and just the caves are lined with glowworms and shit. Like, it's a beautiful fucking place. Um, Outside of the States, though, I'd probably go to the UK, I think. So, dude. Check out the UK. See where my roots come from, that sort of thing. Like, I've got friends from the rockabilly scene on Facebook who live in Beddale, Yorkshire. And then I find out like three or four fucking years later that my family on my father's side originate from Beddale in Yorkshire. And I'm like, get fucked. Oh, shit. That would have turned my whole fucking life around. I was supposed to go back. I think I told that story. I was supposed to go back and stay. Dude, England's the shit. It is so good. Like, everybody's just fucking chilled out. The fucking air smells nicer. Like, everything is It's just awesome, dude. It's awesome. It's, it's such a good experience. Plus, uh, I didn't go anywhere as a kid. Like, we didn't have the money to fucking do that because my dad was fucking blowing it, I guess. Uh, and then it was just me, 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 my mom, and my brother. Um, but now, dude, this kid goes everywhere. Like, he hasn't left the country yet, but if we go for a cruise, he will. 
And then when he turns nine, we're taking him to England because uh, they're working on Big Ben. And he was always fascinated with Big Ben. Kid loves architecture. He's like, he's always on fucking, like, he's always on Minecraft. And I know that's fucking some parents, like, no matter what the kid does, they're like, that's fucking great. You're so good or whatever. Like, this kid put shit together that's like, wow, that's fucking really cool. And I told that before, like, I don't fucking lie to him about stuff. I'm just like, dude, that is like fucking, like, that's awesome. Like, he made like a deck with like a, a, a walkway to the lake where his character can go fish and shit like that. Like, he's, he's really into architecture. Like, he sees angles like really well. That's cool. Well, let me let me turn it back on you. If you were to go overseas, what would be like the one place that you'd absolutely want to visit, your dream place? I want to take him to Japan. Fuck yes. Like all of us. Like I want to go to Japan just to go down with like all like the neon and just fucking because then you leave this city and there's just so much beautiful architecture and, and culture and fucking like that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing, dude, to take them over there so you can get the city craziness. And then you go out to like different areas and you just experience different stuff, man. Like that'd be fucking cool, man. And now I we can. Right. So it's like and that that always I don't know if we talked about that on the show, or the other show. Um, parents were just like. Oh, you know, I missed out traveling on my own and now I got kids. So like what do you mean now I got kids. So. Like, you don't want to travel with your kids and show them different shit. I'm not talking about going out, taking vacation with your boys, taking vacation with your girls, whatever. I'm not talking about that at all. But, like, these motherfucking parents complain about everything. As a matter of fact, I had to stop following a fucking dad page. Just fucking jerk off. I'm not even going to say his name. Hey, I don't know it. So, I mean, it doesn't really make a difference. Everything was, like, hacky dad jokes about, like, how he doesn't want to listen to his kid talk all fucking day. And just, like, and, like, a bunch of other, like, uber machismo again fat ex-football playing dad's like yeah it's so fucking annoying like yo like you guys know you're not like you don't have to be high school tough anymore right like the bully's not there anymore you're not the bully now as a matter of fact the only person you're a fucking bully to is your kid because if you don't think that he can tell that shit if you're actually doing it you're fucking crazy then he's going to show you less and less stuff because he knows you're not fucking uh interested you can't fucking do that man I would love to, I, when we went on the cruise, when, when me and Sarah went on the cruise, the only reason we didn't take Hunter is because it wasn't originally planned that way. The whole time I was there, I'm like, oh, Hunter would love that. Oh my God, Hunter would have thought this was so cool. Like when you're a parent, like, yes, of course you take vacations. Maybe it's just you and your wife, kids, stays grandmother or whatever, but that's one. Like, I don't want to take 10 of those and then go for one family trip. Because then, like, what is that doing with the kid? Like, the kid's just like, oh, they never want to take me anywhere. And he's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not just saying it because you did it once or twice. Like, you go on enough fucking vacations. Like, what's the fucking kid going to start thinking? Yeah. Now, look, I mean, I'd love to take Eli on vacation. It's, it's again, just the case that we, we, we as well live paycheck to paycheck. And, and I mean... With joint income, we we earn pretty decent money to live comfortably. It's just it doesn't have the the what's the word the the budgeting capacity for those for those luxuries like being able to travel and and stuff like that. But Christine has always travelled. You know, she's got all these fucking photo books from her travels where. She's been to the U.S., you know, and, and to California, to Canada. So 
I'd love to, to have that opportunity, take the family away, you know, and, and the States would definitely be one. Do Route 66 or fucking go to Cali or, or, or you know, like I say, Texas, Arizona. Like Sarah's been to Greece. She's been to Italy. Like she's been fucking everywhere, man. And like they used to go on vacations all the time. Given her mom and dad are together, they do very well. But it's just like, man, you fucking been everywhere. Like she was at in more places by the time she was like 16 and did more things than I did still. Still, she's been in and out of fucking country a, a bunch of times. But now it's great because she becomes my tour guide. She's like, babe, we gotta go here. We gotta go there. You'll really like it here. I was super envious, right? I don't know if jealous. I was definitely envious because I was like, fuck, man. Like, I missed out on all that shit because no one in my family could fucking keep it together. Yeah, well, see, again, with me, the, I was more envious of her. I think the rage was more directed at myself, you know? Like, you moron, you could have done all this and you had to settle down at 18. Like, you moron. If I take if I take them overseas, I'll, I'll get to complain about the mosquitoes, the sandy beaches. Watch though, because sometimes they don't tell you how sandy the sandy beaches are. It'll fuck up your whole vacation, dude. Ah, oh, man, nothing worse than fucking sandy beaches. Yeah, man. So what do you got coming up? Just more welding, dude. That fucking welding. I can't believe it's not hot as a motherfucker in that. No, it's not too bad. So yeah, it's it's been really cool lately. This is a new machine that the the company's just acquired it's a the latest technology in welding and uh yeah it's a, a laser welder so it's a whole new process that i'm learning and it's fucking cool man like like i was saying to you call me superman because i'm welding with lasers now do you want like to pass on the trade to eat? like do you want like i'm not talking about this is what you're gonna do when you grow up but do you want him to take up like the welding mandal and shit because i know a lot of like i I don't want Hunter to be a teacher because um, not that he's too good. Like, like it wouldn't fit all the stuff that he likes now. Like he's really good with, again, science architect. He'd be a science teacher, but like, it's not one of those jobs where it's like, I was a, I was a banker. My, my, my dad before me was a banker. But like, you have one of those jobs, like those dope jobs where it's like, I'm a welder. My dad was a welder. His dad was a welder. Like that's like backbone of a country and shit. So like, is that what you're looking for? You're just like, ah, fuck it. We'll just let him go. He could do what he wants, man. Look, I was, I'm a first generation welder. I'd love to teach Eli how to weld. He's, he's interested. Like I've got a bunch of scrap steel in the, in the garage and, and I, I hadn't broken it out for him yet, but he wants to come out. Hey dad, when you do some welding, can I come out and watch? Now, wait, that's not, I know it's like a fucking, it's a torch and shit like that, but like how, like if he's all wrapped up and you got his hands, right? Like, how safe is it to just let him fucking spray some fucking sparks and shit around? Like, is that something he can do now as long as he has the right shit on? Yeah, that's right. God, that's fucking cool. God damn, that'd be awesome. As long as he's covered up so he's not getting sunburnt, because the amount of UV light that comes off it is insane. No shit, really? After 20 minutes of welding, I'll be fucking bright red if I don't cover up. Oh my God, dude, it's like laying out in the fucking sun. It's like 30 times more intense than the sun holy shit oh so it's almost like you're wearing that thing like obviously for safety but more because you don't want to fucking get third degree burn more or less yeah god damn if you're not wearing your helmet you'll burn the retinas out of your eyes like that oh my god so yeah safety's important 
And so that's why I haven't done it with him yet, because I've been waiting for him to get to the age to understand the importance of, you know, PPE and all that sort of thing. But yeah, he's interested. He's like, when if you go do some welding, can I can I come watch this, that, and the other? I'll teach him how to do it because it's a good skill to learn. Uh, but I'm not going to force him into it for a career. If if it's not something that interests him as a career, I'm not going to force it. He can find something that he wants to do. But I'd, I'd still want to pass on the skill just for the fact that it's a good one to have in your back pocket. Yeah, it's like if Hunter did become a teacher and was like, Dad, I'm doing this because you were a great teacher. Like, yes, like, like of course I'd be touched. But I'm not going to put him into it and then accept that compliment the same way because he didn't want to do it. I just fucking told him to do it. Right. But if he does, like, I imagine the same thing. Like if Eli became a welder and he's like, I did this because I watched my dad did it and I was so fucking like floored by the skill. Like, yeah, I mean, of course, that would be awesome. But I'm not I'm not forcing him to be like, well, you're going to be a teacher because I was. I mean, gives a fuck. It doesn't matter what the fuck I was. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'd be I'd be over the moon if he took it up. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to force him. And and this is the thing, like, and I never understood it as a kid either. You got these parents that are like, "You're gonna be a lawyer, or you're going to college to be a doctor, or you're gonna do," and I was like, "But what about what this person, like, not not your child, this person wants to do, like, they are not your property. You can't go. You're in my house. You do as I tell you. Fuck. They're a fucking separate." Entity, separate human being with separate interests and, and, and all that sort of shit. So, shit, if, if Eli wants to be a fucking male exotic dancer, go for it, son. You shake that moneymaker. Yeah, and be the best one you can be, yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because a lot of parents can't wait to have a kid. They take fucking pregnancy pictures. And, and then the kid's great for like the first two years because there's an accessory that you can carry around. You can doll up, you can fix them up or whatever. And then by the time they hit four, parents are like, I don't fucking want to listen to them anymore. Like, it's such a fucking shitty parent trope where it's like, you know, everyone wants to hold the kid when they go into a store. But then when the kid's like five and throwing a tantrum, all of a sudden, like, you don't want to go in. Like, oh, like, what's wrong? Because he doesn't match with your fucking shoes anymore. Like, I hate that shit, man. Like, it's just like that hacky fucking like hard, like, you know, I'm fucking dad, dad, and I fucking big make fucking like just shit like that i'm just like all right but what if your kid wants to dance right like what if your kid wants to be a ballet dancer you're gonna tell him no like that's what he wants to do fuck if if eli wanted to be a ballet dancer i'd push him into it i'm like yeah i'll support you buddy because i mean how many male fucking ballerinas out uh, are out there but they make a killing because they are so far and few between well i'll tell you what when my ex-girlfriend's little sister used to do um like performance cheerleading like the crazy shit like the like the stunt and shit and every once in a while they would get like the pros to come and it was like two or three guys or whatever and i asked my girlfriend at the time i was like i didn't even know that like shit like this you know because i wasn't fucking like i went to an old boys school i didn't fucking know and she's like oh you want to get a free ride to just about any fucking college you be a male cheerleader in fucking school because they need them. They need them. Like, like, like for stuff like this, like for the stunt stuff, they need that shit. Plus, then you get to hang around with fucking cheerleaders all the time. Like, if you're straight, great. If you're gay, even better. 
<laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be cool when Hunter's finally like, dad, I think I want to be a blank. Like right now, he's just like, I don't know. He's like, I like math. I like science and shit like that. But eventually he's going to be like, hey, I kind of want to do this. And then that's when I go out and buy everything for that thing. I'm like, oh, my God, do you want to be an astronomer? I'm going to go out and get you a fucking uh, a telescope, an astrological chart reader. Like, I'm going to go out and fucking get him everything. And then parents are like, yeah, but what if he's not into it anymore? That's his choice. But I still spent the money for a good reason to, to make it like to have him check out different stuff. And yeah, and that's another one of my problems. Well, like, well, well I bought all this equipment, so you're going to. No, nope. A, a kid's allowed to change his mind. And I said this on the other show. If you start on a team and you love the sport and you start losing, now you want to quit. You can't do that. You owe it to your team to stick it all the way through. At that point, it's respect and perseverance. Just because you're losing, you still made a commitment. He can't drop out of commitments. But if he wants to be a fucking astronaut and I buy him lessons to do like, you know, the flying stuff or whatever, and then he decides not to, all the astronaut stuff I bought him, that's great. Maybe like a friend of mine's kid needs him and then you just pay it forward to somebody else. But that whole fucking, well, I bought all this stuff, so you're going to do it. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Eli's changed his mind a heap of times already. He's wanted to be a rock star. He's wanted to be a rock climber. He's wanted to be a policeman. Oh, man, that's awesome. The latest one is he wants to be in the army, right? He's been playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty World War II. I'm like, look, you know you don't get a health bar in real life, right? Oh, dude, no, but this is the thing. I've just, uh, um, I was just talking to Kelly on the Welcome to Fatherhood podcast. And uh, I mentioned that Eli's latest thing is like, hey, Dad, when I die in the army, will you miss me? Oh, yeah, you told me that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So his whole obsession lately is the army. He's about to turn six. And, and yeah, but that seems to be the thing. Hey, Dad, I'm going to go to the army. And then when I die, I'm going to go to heaven because I was trying to save the world. I'm like, all right, son. I mean, that's noble as fuck, right? That like that's that's like that that's I think the headspace you have to be in if you become like a law enforcement in the military and shit. Like you got to know that that's that that could be a thing. That's why so many people had an issue with people waiting outside that Texas school when a bunch of kids were inside getting shot. And of course, people on both sides like, well, you know, regular police officers aren't trained for that, so they would just walk in and get shot. Yeah, but aren't you supposed to protect? Even if your life depends, like, I thought that was part of the whole fucking thing. Like, and then like a mom jumped the fucking thing, went in and got her goddamn kids. She wasn't fucking afraid because she had a horse in the race. But I just assume that when you become a police officer, it's that protect and serve thing. Like you have to do it. Like, like, yeah, if you're a cop, isn't your life already on the line? Right. Like you get called into shit like that. What are you going to do? Just sit outside and fucking drink coffee. Like, I don't know. That just always rubbed me the wrong way. It was just like, if you're super brave, like my friend's a firefighter. Um, he saved families from burning fucking buildings. Like a guy was like half past dead and he resuscitated him enough for the EMTs to come put him on the thing. And when you talk to him about it, he's like, yeah, man, it's part of the job. Like he's not, he's not like, oh, today, like he's not posted today. I saved the fucking family. Like that's just what he does. Like that shit is so fucking awesome. Like that's so awesome. And then he's like, well, you 
well, like you save lives too. He's like, you teach and shit like that. He's like, you teach in a really rough area. I'm like, I don't think that's the fucking same, but you never do if it's you, I guess. Um, oh, dude, I'd give it up to like EMTs, firefighters and shit like, and good cops. Cause you know, there's, there's some, but like my friend, Billy's awesome. He's a fucking great dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I wish, I don't, I don't know. See, my own, my only fear about Eli joining the army is not the fact that he might not come home if he's deployed or, or, you know, seriously injured or mental fucking illness or anything like that. My biggest fear is that I'll end up living vicariously through him. Because my dream was to join the, the Royal Australian Air Force. And I tried, I did aptitude testing and medical testing and everything for enlistment four fucking times and I got knocked back every time. So if he joins the army, I'm wor- I'm more worried, more scared that I'm going to live vicariously through him and then keep sort of pushing him. Go, son, you can do this. You, can-. you know what I mean? So, Well, that's weird because that was what we were talking about with the football dads, right? But they'll do it without thinking about it. Like, you're like, listen, if he does do that, of course, I'll be happy for him. I just don't want to do that to him where these people are like, whatever, I'm throwing pads on him when he's three and fucking tack him in the backyard to make him tougher. Meanwhile, all you're doing is making your kid hate you. Yeah. With that judge, I think we're just about out of time, dude. Uh, remember we ask all the time, rate review, send in questions. Um, whatever, man, just fucking come have fun. And besides everyone wants to be, wait, hold on. There was something. Oh, and again, another shout out to Jeff. Jeff is fucking hilarious, man. Like Jeff picks up some of the best stuff from the show and like he'll just tack it on to something that we say. And it's like, like it's fucking that dude's the fucking best. That, again, man, it's a good dude. So like, again, like if you have questions or whatever, I, and Steve from the old show, he wants to jump on one time. I say you fucking jump on when you run. Steve's a funny motherfucker, man. Yeah, we'll work it out. We'll get Steve on the show for sure. Hell yeah. All right, well, Judge, I think I'll leave it to to it. But, yeah, everybody, remember, rate, review, click the fucking follow button. Click the little bell so you get notified when new episodes drop. Like, get involved, guys. Like I said last week, I've got a box full of shirts here that I'd love to give away to you guys. So get involved. Send us your stories. uh, Send us your dad areas. Give us some feedback like Jeff has and, and just have a bit of fun with it. Like just get involved. And like, look, I know he's popular, man, but like stop with the, like the, like, well, I can't listen to what, well, I listen to Joe Rogan. Okay. So, so fucking what? Like stop giving your money to people who already have it. Like there's a bunch of shows out there. Like, but that's the problem, right? Like there's a pool of a gazillion fucking podcasts and shit. And people are usually like, you know, to what, but like, I don't know. Fucking sometimes I'll scoop through and listen to some of the ones that are popular. And I'm convinced people only listen to them because they're run by big names because they fucking suck. Like they're not fun at all. Like they're not fun. They're not funny. They're, they're fucking stupid. So it's just like, you know, if you get, if you like the show, tell a friend and then have him tell friends. Absolutely. Word of mouth is what's going to help us as well. So tell, tell, tell the people in your life, do that for us and we'll love you forever. That's right. And if you don't like them, if you don't like them, definitely tell them because we're very vulgar. Uh, don't worry. I know what we said last week that we're going to send you photos of our dick and balls, but we will not do that. We'll just send you a shirt. Shit, I wasn't supposed to because I already sent one to Jeff. He just didn't check it yet. <laughs> All right, we're out. Catch you later, guys. Bye.
Thanks for listening to the show. You can follow the podcast as well on social media at Not So Secret Dad's Business or on our website, notsosecretdadsbusiness.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate and review the show. It helps more than you realize. Until next time, guys, be the best dad you can be.